0: season 14 episode 312 of the tooth thick pod your home for all things sports cards and levity happy new years i am jeremy joined as usual by conspiracy theorist manny happy new year sir
1: Happy New Year. Hope you had a good one. I'm excited. It's what would we be considered season two right now, or we're just going to keep it season one of two Thick Pod? We were halfway through the year. Um, the best, the best end of 2022 was our Too Thick Pod. I, I was pumped. It made the hobby a lot better for how bad the market was.
0: Well, at 23 jumped off with a bang because I spent the day late in the evening with you as you snacked on caramel bugles and four pounds of beef jerky and whatever you bought at the truck stop <laughs> gas station driving me across god's green earth here in michigan
1: no 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 no. let's get it straight i got i went to the gas station got some snacks and jeremy was like "Ooh, is are these the caramel ones and just destroyed them so i i want to put that out there you opened it and start demolishing them
0: I did open it and help myself. Uh, after about one handful, that was enough bugles for me to last me until 2024. And then, uh, yeah, but you came out with like 14 bags of chips. You did not play any games. I have never no, met somebody who gas station snacks as hard as you do.
1: Oh, yeah. there's a, I got like a top, top five of what I go get at a gas station. One, Cheez-Its. Two, Skittles. Three, you got to get an energy drink. Four, um... Starburst and five, those little sweet tart ropes. That's all you just need. So you know, I,
0: did, I, I, I did that in Booker T voice, like five time, five time, five time, five time, five time champion. <laughs> yeah. You know, like I go to Starbucks to grab a coffee. It's so foreign to me that somebody would just be like, as a grown ass man who's married, who I assume collectively between you and it's Kaylee, baby. Somebody yep. goes grocery shopping that you four times a day, dip out to the gas station to go get snacks it's
1: funny you say that because every time you call it a record i'm like i'm going to the gas station to get some snacks i always you're
0: at a a drive through getting food
1: yeah i'm fat leave me alone
0: that's where too thick came from (laughs) (laughs) to be clear i am not hating i am just saying that's very foreign to me and uh i as i grow old and elderly i've learned to appreciate our differences
1: yeah, for sure. Well, what's foreign to me is having Starbucks seven times a day and starting it off at like two in the morning and not getting your wife one is all I'm saying because I saw that tweet. You got Starbucks, didn't even get Courtney one in the morning.
0: Okay, so here's the deal. Yep. 23, probably going to save a couple of bucks. I've got a nice coffee bar in my home, which I truly oh, yeah. love. We get. I get lazy and I don't always use it. I even bought the Nitro machine, right? And this morning, because maybe one of our kids didn't walk the dogs good last night, I woke up, and I'm not a good sleeper, I woke up to the dog. So I walked his ass. He went to the bathroom, and I'm like, well, 4.45, got in the truck, brought the dog along with me, got him a little Starbucks, a little puppuccino, and, you know, got the day going. And so my intent was to come home and make coffee. But for whatever reason, Courtney, who is not a morning person, decided to be on Twitter in the morning and catch yeah. me with my my picture and talk a little bit of shit.
1: Yeah, I love Courtney. I love Twitter Courtney now. She used to hate it. Or ne- she never had it or something like that. But now she's starting to use it, and it's it's backfiring on you, and I love it.
0: It doesn't backfire on me.
1: <laughs> no, the, the new year did start off well with you, though, in the sports card world. You sold your Ian Book. One Was it one of one?
0: Yeah, it was a one of one uh element. It, it was an RPA, but it was a rookie cap patch uh auto. And it was it was a sweet. It was a pickup on PWCC for $140, sold it for $425.
1: There you go. Look at you, Mr. Mr. Investor and so you are so good at this. I'm so bad. On the opposite side, I had an Mbappe that sold on my eBay um for $2K. I was really pumped. I profited, I was going to double my profit or have, uh, double my profit margin, I should say on that card. And, uh, the, the seller canceled said, Oh, I thought it was a rookie. Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to buy a $2,000 card, but, Oh, I didn't, I didn't know it was a rookie card. So I was pretty disappointed about that. Cause I, I called Jeremy all pumped. I was like, I sold a card. Finally, it's broken 2023 new year, new me. I'm about to be the best. And he canceled it like an hour later.
0: Yeah, and we were, we were legitimately ecstatic for you. <laughs> ecstatic because you were patient. It's an awesome card. You got in at a great price, and you finally got a number that was appealing to you. You called me. And just the, the happiness and sheer joy in your voice when you called me at, what was it, 1 o'clock in the afternoon? You just woke up? You were just yep. getting your day started? Well, groggy. I mean – <laughs> you had the little shits in your eyes. Uh, give me 20 minutes. I got to go get four gallons of Mountain Dew and I'll call you back. exactly um, you well, were I excited.
1: Mean, it,
2: it me up at four.
1: Driving you around at four in the morning got me tired.
0: I mean, that's that <laughs> seems like a you issue, my friend. But no, in all seriousness, we were excited for you. I was talking to Cordy. She was making her way back from Florida. I'm like, Manny sold the Mbappe. And she was, she was jazzed. Good for him. Good for him. And then it totally... My heart sank when you sent me that screenshot of the guy going, I didn't realize this 2020 card, which is clearly listed in the posting, is not a 2018 card.
1: Oh, yeah. I was
0: so mad. Well, that same day,
1: it was like prior to him making the offer. Uh, out of ten of my same card, it was out of ten. Same, same brand, same year. Sold for two thousand six hundred. So I think what happened was is he probably got outbid on that card and hurried up and bought mine before someone else did because he mine was a higher grade, um, and it had like it was the two cards. Yeah, and it was pop one. So it's a pop one card. So he probably saw it after he didn't get the one card. Hurried up and bought it. I shouldn't say he, it could be a, a a female as well, I guess. So they went and bought it on mine and then realized, oh, it's, I shouldn't have done that. There it is, my card.
0: Oh. Match worn.
1: Yeah, match worn. They don't do that. Adam,
0: Pop one, number 99, Killing Mbappe, immaculate. And Such a sweet out, card.
1: All the 90 out of 99s are just a blue napkin. That one yeah. was like the color,
0: the red, blue swirl. And it's pretty damn sweet. Yeah. So,
1: I mean, I'm not, it sucks. Cause I was like, man, I got a sale, but I'm not disappointed. Cause I actually love that car. <laughs> so if I keep it, I keep it. He's such a good yeah. player.
0: You know, and here's the, here's the thing is it was, it was nice because essentially for the month of December, I traveled a lot. And we didn't do a whole heck of a lot other than a couple of Hobby Night schools and us recording too thick. Other than buying some stuff on PWCC, we weren't really active with selling. You know, we've learned in the past through previous cycles, that's probably not the best time to be selling most cards. Some like low pop, rare stuff you could probably do all right. And so it was refreshing to just kind of take a break from cards. Not that I didn't like it, but it was like that angst and stress of following along on every Instagram post reading about all the drama Um, that was refreshing. Now I will say I did indulge in sports card radio and I did keep up on some of the hobby drama or the, the hanky panky as the kids call it these days. Um, But that was more so just on vacation, on the couch, drinking a beer at two in the afternoon me and Court just kind of laughing along. But other than that, the only sports card related thing that we did over the last few weeks is we were invited into Leighton Sports Cards for a tour of the, the shop, of uh, the facility. And mm-hmm. so, you know, shout out to Sarah and Rich for being incredible hosts and having myself and Courtney. It was an incredible experience.
1: I bet, and I, I I saw that Courtney has baby fever again, so baby number five might be on the way. Um, yeah, big, big
0: the, ups to Rocco, who yeah, right. uh, my man Rocco with them big ass cheeks holding <laughs> on to Courtney, flirting with Courtney, you know, laughing, ooing and eyeing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I had I had to give Courtney the little stiff arm, you know, when we got back to the Airbnb that night.
1: Yeah, you guys bought some product and ripped it there and everything. That I was sweet.
0: Yeah, we ripped a box of Bowman, like you know, like a six hundred dollar box. Uh, didn't do anything crazy. A Khalil Watson out of ninety nine was probably the, the hit. Uh, Rich hooked us up with a box of Series Two on uh, update on the way out, uh, mm-hmm. and it was awesome. But I mean, we hung out for a few hours. They gave us a tour of the actual shop, and then the shop is peanuts, tiny, minuscule compared to the operation on the other side all of the wax, all of the gaming stuff, all of the breaking studios, all of the people sitting around sorting and packaging cards. It was such such a cool thing to see. And I'm also a little more sensitive to it just because, you know, their origin stories, like 10 years ago, you know, they were, you know, Sarah quit her job. Rich was delivering pizzas and they just decided to go all in. And now they are, you know, uh, they're doing big business. You know, they're the, one of the premier breakers in the industry yep. and just, you know, damn fine people. So it was a pretty cool and humbling uh, experience to have them welcome them into, welcome us into their home and, and, and show us around and show us a good time.
1: So they had breaker rooms, like different rooms. Studios for like dedicated to breaking. People. Oh, see, I thought it was the same, like, room. That's insane. No. Did, how, like, how much, like, what would you say the product would it fit like in your guys's uh showroom down there? Like, how, like, would it fill up your showroom with the cases of cards they have? No, no, it's a lot though,
0: it, it's a lot. So, I'm, I, I, you know, they were very um, they were very open and welcoming for us taking pictures and doing stuff like that, but we were there, it wasn't there to promote ourselves or to. Mm-hmm you know like do social media for ourselves it was you know Courtney and Sarah have a, a, a pretty strong relationship and so it was an opportunity just to meet people in person and you know exchange pleasantries so I want to be mindful I don't want to I don't want to like maybe overstep or misspeak but I will say this it is huge they had uh, Bowman Transcendent I think it was or Top Transcendent Bowman whatever that release was 25% of all the print run just sitting there delivered because it was release day getting ready to break. I That's mean, box and not boxes. When I said when I'm boxes, I meant cases on cases of cases of sealed wax. I mean, it was like locked in a cage, armed security. It was it it was a sight to see. I have never seen anything like that.
1: Yeah, that'd be that'd be crazy to see, actually, because what do we see? I mean, our card show card stores here. Well, the ones that are particularly around me don't have shit for product. Yeah. They're the old school ones that won't want to change to be modern. And I bet that one was a, a sight to see because I bet it's a more modern store and they keep up with it.
0: Yeah. And, you know, the, the thing that I thought was really, really cool. And this was where I really wanted to take pictures. But I also wanted to be. Um, I didn't want to come across like I was taking pictures or using them for social media clout because that was not it at all. Yeah. But they opened one of their vaults and Rich started bringing out boxes of cards and was like throwing them on the table. Check this out. Cause they, they had their showcase out there and he like, he's like, Oh, this is shit. Let me get the good stuff. So like, you're looking at oh. cases that have like 500 to $1,500 cards. And he's like, this is shit. And he obviously not being pretentious or whatever, but what he was saying is like, I've got better. So I want oh, yeah. you to think of a circle. All right. Think of a circle. So he brings mm-hmm. out this first box of cards, and it's nothing but, like, Babe Ruth one-of-ones, Lou Gehrig, Ted Williams, like, game use, like, you know, bat knobs or different kinds of cards that somehow have, like, autographs. Then there was, like, Kobe's. Then there was, like, LeBron autos. Now, think of that case that walked up to our table at Shipshwan, and the guy's like, are you buying? And then yeah. there was just, like, the first card in the case was, like, a $30,000 case. With thirty thousand dollar card, that would have been the shitty card in this collection. Jesus. So then he brings out like another box, and I start going through it. Each card, I'm like, oh my god! Each card's better than the last. Mm-hmm. Then he brings out a bunch of like the uh, nine, the thirty three Gaudis, all of the Babe Ruths. Then he brings out like a stack of Jordan rookies, like ten through sevens, like boom. That, that I mean, he's bringing out. I mean, even some modern stuff, Tyrese Maxey, black gold out of eight. Like, that was probably the cheapest from a dollar perspective that I saw. But I mean, Kobe, one of ones, Jeter, one of ones, sick autographs, cards I've never seen. And for maybe, I don't even know, I'd have to check with Courtney, probably like 20, 30 minutes, we were like, Oh, my God, look at this. Oh, my God, look at this. Because, you know, we're looking at the cards differently. Yep. Did you see that one? Yeah, 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 that one's awesome. Look at the back. Oh, look at this. <laughs> look at this. Look at this. Back like and board So you get – why I said the circle is you get to the last card, and you're back at the first card, and the first card's better than the last card you looked at. So it was just like – it was so damn awesome.
1: Yeah, that had have been sweet to take pictures, but I understand why you wouldn't. And they were, they were
0: like, oh, you could take pictures. And I'm like, I don't even – like." no, man, this like, I'm just going to enjoy the moment. It'll be a cool story to tell. It was, I I, I told him, I'm like, you know, we Courtney and myself thought we had started to curate a pretty good PC with some cool cards. And I'm like, our cards ain't shit. Our (laughs) cards are not shit. This is, this is pretty awesome. And so for me, what made that moment kind of special or cool was Courtney and I love cards. It was a long year we're on vacation. We're meeting people as a result of cardboard. And now we're spending time together and we're sharing in something that's awesome. And I've got no problem being incredibly complimentary if somebody's got something that's nice. And so it was a, it was a dope experience. We left. The vibes were immaculate. We found this dope little, like, uh, sushi spot. Mm-hmm. Had a couple of uh, Sporros. You're eating sushi? Uh, sweet sushi? potato roll. Sweet potato okay. roll, so deep fried sweet potato with some rice, and then I guess fried, fried rice, no veggie, no egg, and so then like even the waitress, my waitress was awesome. I'm like, yeah, here's it's like thirty bucks. I'm like, here's a fifty spot in cash. I appreciate you, and so that was the extent of card stuff over like the last three weeks in awesome. the past. And then obviously to wake up on New Year's Day and sell the Ian book. I'm like, oh, this is a great way to start start twenty three. That's awesome.
1: Yeah. Well, you guys deserve it. Like, to be honest, you guys are like the best, one of the best people in the hobby. So I always want you guys to like succeed. And I, when you guys sell a card, kind of like how you guys got happy with me, I get so pumped when I see, like, for example, you saying, I sold the Ian book, Happy New Year. I'm like, yes, they're winning. I want you guys to win. I want you guys to become the Latins when about t- five years from now. I want you guys to. I'm I want you on. to huh?
0: i want, I want, the, latents I want the latents to aspire to be reckless okay
1: but we got to get there first did you pull out your uh you know did you whip out your jordan auto on them just be like ha, nah. you know what i got
0: <laughs> yeah they, no because they would pull out their jordan it says like something personalized <laughs> and hand numbered to 23 and they'll be like get your little get your little penis off the table we got the <laughs> the big dog
1: you show them the nah. they don't have the p will one of one though
0: no, they, they don't.
2: don't
0: yeah, they don't have no, that. Don't. <laughs> Averaging 10 points four boards. Pete will. Yeah, <laughs> so let me but, ask you this. Yeah. We enter 23. Do you have uh, any like personal or hobby New Year's resolutions or anything that you're uh, shooting for in the old two, three?
1: Sell so, so my cards that I have currently, I want to start, you know, when you get to that point where you just want to get fresh inventory, that's yep. my goal. That's my goal is I want to sell majority of what I have, get new inventory and continue. I love to buy right now. It's a great time to buy. I also want to produce more content for too thick. Um, As you can see, the last two days I post about um, release week and I did a PWCC auction. I'll probably be doing more top 10 auctions, not just PWCC Um, and more taste test. I got I found a site. I found a site that does exotic um snacks and i was gonna buy some for both of us and we just try them so we'll be food we'll be food snobs on top of card collectors
0: i'm not sure like i'm doing this as a hobby for fun i'm not making Do any money money and i am like a picky eater i don't like shit so i don't know why i how i why or how i got roped into putting weird stuff in my mouth for you know the, the millions of likes that we get
1: it makes better content Okay, because you're so picky, you know what I mean.
0: I suppose. I suppose. Yeah.
1: Like people like that, you don't like stuff. That's why you need to try that hot chip Courtney bought you.
0: I'm not doing we the fucking hot chip. Viral. huh? Dude, I, I flew home and then I I, I rode in your in your Bugatti that you bought because the top G Andrew Tate told you to buy. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> you drove me around in that thing, and my back. It's killing it's, you, it is, oh, dude! You want me to come it over is, and massage you? Court's gonna take care of me tonight, but is I it? am like legitimately—I'm walking hunchback, and I'm like, if this is what my life is evolving into, like I'm—I'm I'm, I'm going the—I'm going the reverse route of evolution. You know, evolution—they're like hunchback, and each like they get a little more upright. I'm going the other way. Like, well, that's who the hell? You- who the hell hurts their back from like sitting in an airplane?
1: Well, I don't think it's an It's, it was, you're not used to like, you know, my type of cars. You're used to Porsches, Bugatti's, like you're saying that I drive. That's what you drive. You were literally in a Porsche like a couple of weeks ago. You, you probably took Courtney to Mr. Bro Nameth so he could, she could ride in the uh, Porsche.
0: Nah. We did end up in Tampa a little bit, though. We hung out in I, Tampa I, I I again.
1: <laughs> I had to
0: go check in on my city and make sure Octane and uh, Bro Nameth were taking good care of it.
1: Yeah, there you go. Did <laughs> you see? <laughs> did you did you see the um the so the elitist we'll say in the hobby right? You have Probstein, one of the guys that's like a good hobby, like everyone knows him, and you have card porn. Everyone knows card porn, and then you have this mysterious. It, it's been coming up. This this card keeps trying to go back into auction and it always gets deferred, like taken out. Just got taken out by Golden. It's the forty four out of ninety nine, LeBron exquisite. Um, rookie card. So the backstory is supposedly this card was the patch was taken out and it was a white napkin patch and they put a new patch in. Well, it just got taken out again. But probstein said it's actually legit and he he made a video on why he thinks it's legit. And now Card Porn made a vi- post about why it's not legit. So you have the two two people that are kind of like you know top of the hobby, kind of clashing on if this card's real or not and it kind of scares me
0: <laughs> i'm inclined to believe probstein over cardboard
1: okay i i want to sh- can i should watch this little video real quick of him sure oh did you watch probstein's video Let's let us me- look at it okay here it is as you can see, card porn uh, this is
2: breaking news.
1: I think that this information but here we go.
2: will show you that this has ended up gonna be the most valuable LeBron James card in existence, okay? Come take a look at this, you won't believe what you're gonna say. He's such a The account that here that I want you to go, go check out, out is cardgems 23 on Instagram. Okay, cardgems 23 They just posted this. Now, what you're seeing here are two separate patches that together formed make one one patch showing from the same jersey. Now the LeBron Exquisite card. I'm going to show you and then come back. The LeBron Exquisite card here, which is obviously the most expensive and famous RPA that we have in our industry. Every one of the patches here, all hundred cards, come from one jersey, one row jersey, and this young individual card dot. Um, Gems twenty three, he has tracked eighty four examples of this card, and you can put them together. Now, this is why this is this guys batman. Card number forty four of ninety nine was previously launched and posted under an auction house, and the auction house took it down, and people sort of attacked the post, saying that it was a fake patch. Well, this person's work, card dot gems twenty three, and his eighty four examples show that it's not a fake patch. Now this is very interesting. All the patches here are actually upside down. They cut up the jersey, then they reverse the patches when they put them on the card. Very, very interesting. Let's go back. Okay, this is card number 4499. And it's a reverse patch. It's upside down. Now, this gentleman is actually <laughs> that, this is the Cleveland. <laughs> He's actually cut up and shown you all the cards that come from this patch. Now I want you to save and follow this guy's account because he's going to be showing more information on the 84 examples. I inevitably think that this card 44 of 99, it has a letter from Upper Deck stating that this patch is original from Upper Deck. The whole jersey, every card is basically a derivative and traced from card 44 of 99. Without 44 of 99 and the original letter from Upper Deck, you can't prove the authenticity of any of these patches because this is the only one that has a letter. okay? card gems 23 he's got 84 of the patches all from the same jersey unbelievable okay let's go take a look at him real quick
1: and then so that's that's pretty much it so this bruce wayne of a guy has tracked all these cards and put them together and actually has like a layout of each swatch and basically put it in like a puzzle so that's why scene says it's he, he thinks this 44 card because it has the history of being like the, the it got replaced it's fake might be the most expensive one out of every everything all the other ones so I don't know what I guess what's your opinion and then um it he he breaks it down I guess I didn't really go into Bruce Wayne's account um that's what I'm calling this guy to be honest because that's intense that this one guy's doing all this.
0: Do Does anybody have a picture of the card with the napkin?
1: Uh, card porn, I believe, right here. So card porn what? saying it's 100% fake. And this was the original, 44 of 99.
0: Are, are there any other LeBron exquisite RPAs that are napkins?
1: I don't believe so. I haven't seen. Yeah, right here. So one person, and I, the Wax Museum podcast, I guess, says it's fake as well. So I, you got all these hobby like they're going, like picking a side saying if it's fake or not. And if they deem it to, if this guy deems it to be a real patch, it, it's going to be so much money, I think. Uh
0: I know I like I was briefly reading that you know there's a letter from upper deck that's supposedly withdrawn. Um mm-hmm. here here's where I, I take I have incredible peace of mind.
2: We can't afford at, it.
0: like at one to four million dollars, <laughs> I'm probably not buying that card in twenty three. So <laughs> it is not my concern.
1: No, not at all. I just wanted to bring it up because it's like it's funny because like we debate and try to figure out but you even have like the people that have been in the hobby the longest can't even figure out what's a real or fake card
0: can't tell you what i I guess but i saw that video of Pac man ripping open that that card to see what was on the inside that's pretty damn like those cards appear not that i've held one appear to be pretty well constructed so i'm not entirely sure how you rip out a napkin and then put a Chunky patch in without damaging yeah. the card I
1: I did I did hear back in like the beginning of two thousands it, it happened a lot. I just don't know how they did it.
0: So maybe exacto knife and then just you know kind of finesse it in there beats the hell out of me.
1: You drink too much caffeine, you'll be you're
0: shaky. You you'll end up screwing up the card. Oh, you know who cracks slabs over here? <laughs> who court court court, not me yeah because
1: you're too powerful
0: until she runs into like a until she runs into like a thick bgs that's just giving her all sorts of hell and then i go and then like shit goes everywhere and we have to vacuum for three (laughs) days finding plastic shrapnel everywhere
1: courtney should make a video on how she cracks the cards i'm curious i haven't cracked one
0: uh it's pretty it's pretty, pretty easy i got a stack of them behind me that we're getting ready to crack
1: well let me come over and try one
0: <laughs> man so i i mean i don't know i i just i guess i tend like you asked me originally my whole thing is like i can see rick probstein he's like readily available he's got a business that we see card okay. porn is you know whether it's mr garcia or mr garcia and folks or, you know, whoever's running that damn account. And in my opinion, in my opinion, the there is a lack of consistency with what they do. So just from the this, this standpoint of, like, just who am I believing? I'm probably Rick. But I'm also here. Yeah. You, know, you know what I'm also going to do? I'm probably going to forget about this thing in 10 minutes. Hey. And <laughs> probably unless it pops into my feed, you know. I, I hope whoever gets the card does their due diligence and, you know, best of luck to everybody.
1: Yeah, for sure. I just, I've seen that card every, like, since I've been in the hobby, I've seen that 44 car, of 99 card probably twice a year because <laughs> the whoever owns it's been trying to sell it for a while.
0: It, I, that's my favorite thing. It's like the card that gets pulled down every auction that somebody's like, oh, this is going to be the time that it makes its way through.
1: Yeah. Well, but my thing is, there was a patch on PWCC that they just listed and it said it wasn't the original patch. Remember that? And it still sold.
0: There's a card that was just like authentic or something.
1: Yeah. So I don't get why it's like they just don't put it in the description. Could be altered, unless the seller doesn't want it to be. Because <laughs> I, if I'm a seller and I think it's real, I don't be upset.
0: We live in a day and age where like most patches are just, you know, everybody jokes about Dick's Sporting Goods.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, I mean,
0: like if you had that card and LeBron was your PC, it still would be kind of a cool card to own. One, just because it's it's incredible looking. It's still an on-card auto. It's still a rookie. And then you have, like, the, the fun story that goes with it is this a legit patch. And then whatever that guy who's, you know, doing forensic analysis, putting together drawings and stuff like that, that that's you know, it appeared to be good enough for me.
1: If I'm that seller, I'm hoping Nancy Drew gets to it and figures this out quickly. So then, then I Nancy would ask, Drew Nancy Drew, Drew, I would ask Sherlock Holmes to give me that paper so I could send it in with the auction.
0: <laughs> Dude, that is absolutely wild. I do want to point out, and I'd be remiss if I didn't say anything. It is 2023 and we are less than two months away from Cocaine Bear. I just want to remind everybody of that.
1: When does that come out? What? What? I know it's March.
0: Mid to late February.
1: Oh, it's late February. I was gonna say we we could go watch it at Mint. (laughs) We're at Mint in Vegas. We'll go to the movie theater together in Vegas while Courtney and Kaylee gamble.
0: Cocaine Bear, February twenty
1: fourth. Oh yeah. So you're you're more less than two months. You're I bet you're pumped. You better. It better be the biggest hit of your life or you're going to be very disappointed. You, like I said, you got high, high hopes for this movie.
0: Oh, yeah, and I'm getting messed up to go to it. Like, I don't like being drunk. Like, a little buzz is okay is okay with the kid. Like, I, I plan on being tore up.
1: I'm actually surprised you like it, to be honest with you, because it's gotten so much hype. And you with hype are, don't don't mix. It's like strange Things.
0: It's got hype because reckless got behind it.
1: Is it or stranger it's like it seems like me like stranger things, you know it's that it's got that tier of hype to it
0: if if stranger things is a bear doing cocaine mauling people then I'm all in on stranger things too. And I probably won't sleep tonight. I will binge watch stranger things. So when we're done recording, when I go upstairs, I'm gonna tell court, is Stranger Things about a bear who does cocaine and mauls people? If she says yes, well, then I'm going to take back every fucking word I ever said about Stranger Things, and I am all in.
1: <laughs> I'm going to text her right now. It's a Demogorgon that's on crack. Cocaine, maybe. From Look, the on War.
0: vacation, we watched a movie as a result of Stranger Things. It was like yeah. violent, violent night or something. It had the yeah. apparently a, a Stranger Things character, like the police officer, and he's Santa Claus, and he's killing people. And everybody loved it except me.
1: Well, that's because in the back of your head, you knew it was Stranger Things character. <laughs> What's no? It, no, it was.
0: Just, it had John Lequizamo in it. Shout out to him. The Pest was one of my favorite movies as a, as a youth, <laughs> on the come up. That's
1: funny. You didn't like it, but it, so Courtney and all them liked it. Amelia,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: And you just was like, no, nope. <laughs> that's funny. Did you did you see uh, uh, Jamal Williams yesterday? Did you watch football this Sunday? I know you were traveling but did you see I, Jamal Williams' interview?
0: I did. He was like, I, I love, he's like, I don't care what Aaron Rodgers says. I don't care what kind of shit he says. I'm going to go home and I want to just play Pokemon. And yeah. then the reporter is like, Pokemon. And he's like, don't, don't do that. Don't disrespect it. It's Pokemon.
1: <laughs> he said, the best part was he said, you probably got the bum cards because you called it Pokemon. Um, you didn't get the good cards when you were younger. <laughs> and I was cracking exactly. up loud. So there you go. Shout out to... Uh, Jamal Williams shouting out sports card, or TCG cards, I should say, but all the same, right?
0: Yeah, look at us here talking about a Green Bay Packer on, uh, you know, when you got a a Bears fan and a Cowboys fan.
1: Yeah, and a Detroit Lion. He's a Lion.
0: Yeah, Lion, excuse me. Yeah, I was going to say, he did
1: play for the Packers. He plays the Packers next week.
0: That's correct. Correct. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be lit here Sunday night in Michigan because you have – the prime time game, Packers versus Lions. Relevant Detroit Lions football. The the buzz and the vibe here is real. They have already started renaming, you know, roads after the head coach. You know what I mean? Like the yeah. guy is a legend here.
1: You want to go to the? You want to go to Detroit and wear like, like something outrageous? Not packer stuff. I'll never wear packer stuff. I'll go there and wear bears fa- bear stuff with you.
0: No, I'm like sports right now is not very fun for me. The Bulls what? lost again last night. You know, they 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 lost to Cleveland the other night when NBA came out and said DeMar was in fact fouled. He was, sh- you know, shooting at the buzzer down by one. He gets fouled. He's 93% yeah. from the free throw line. That was the second time this year that the Bulls were fouled on a game winning shot or, or potential game winning shot that the call didn't go their way. Then, Alex Caruso yesterday twice got called for stepping inside the three-point line on a free throw. And then the game-winning shot or the game, the shot that sent the game to overtime, Donovan Mitchell broke the line. And the NBA came out again today and said that they missed the call. And so in addition to that, they give up 71 to Donovan Mitchell. What an incredible performance. Um, The third quarter was one of the most inconsistent, ref officiating jobs I have ever seen. Now, the Bulls played like shit. There's no reason when you're up 21 that you lose a game like that. You know, I guess shout out Cleveland for not giving up and making some adjustments, but it was just a maddening game to watch. The Bears lost. They did what they're supposed to, but it's just it's not very fun right now. I expected a little more from the basketball team, and I I will say it's also frustrating because I do listen to a lot of Chicago Chicago radio and like a lot of bulls podcasts, you know, for people who aren't in the know and just look at it from face value that Patrick Williams was the fourth pick in the draft, you know, they expect him at 21 to already be the greatest player in the NBA. And the fact that he's not, people are like, they want, they want him to die. And so that makes it a little more baddening. And so it's just, it's not very fun for sports. So yeah, no, I have no interest in going to Detroit and hanging out with a bunch of Lions fans, hard pass.
1: That's crazy to think that you Chicago fans are like that because Michael Jordan wasn't great from the start.
0: Well, I mean, look, he missed – it's his third season, but he missed all of last year with a broken wrist. So really Didn't, it's his
1: – Yeah. Didn't Jordan get hurt like in his second season too?
0: Please don't compare Patrick Williams and Michael Jordan.
1: <laughs> what? I'm just That's, saying.
0: At not, 21 –
1: at 21, where's Where was Michael Jordan? I'm,
0: I'm, was see. he with the
1: Was he with the Carolina? Was he with Hill still?
0: Uh, I'm looking right now.
1: He said, "Please don't." <laughs> I was trying to make you feel better.
0: Well, no, I'm not, I'm not delusional now. If he goes on, if Patrick Williams goes on to be Michael Jordan. We're going to set up, uh, you know, our kids generationally.
1: Yeah. At, I thought – because I thought he went for a couple of years in college. You
0: yeah, know, he there's was. He... On... Okay. Uh, man, this should be, you would think that this would come up a lot easier.
1: Well, you got people that are watching that are like, these idiots, he was with the Bulls or he was
0: with the Tar Heels. No, maybe. I I don't know how old. Jordan was 21 in his rookie season. So Patrick Williams just started. He just turned 21. Now, the the frustrating thing is from the the Bulls and why I'm still completely bullish, pun intended, Mm -hmm. is right now, like, DeMar DeMar needs to go. And I know there's going to be a lot of Bulls fans that get pissed off. The dude turns into a black hole of an offense. When they move the ball, they play so well, but they get into this thing where it turns into they're just going to come down. Zach's going to get a shot. They come down the next time. Vooch is going to get a shot. Then Demar and there's like there's no ball movement, and mm-hmm. you've got a 21 year old kid who's trying to figure out his place in the offense. It's just it's, uh, yeah. just goofy, but man, you, I see flashes, and it's weird too because I watch the game differently. Like, I've never watched a game where I'm solely focused on everything he does. Like, yeah. everything from, like, the way he's boxing out to the way he's cutting to the, like, like I've never stopped like, that, that's a pass, baby. That's a good pass. Like, and I'm sure, like, the average person's not even paying attention to it. Like, this guy's an idiot. But, uh, yeah, no. You know, Jordan never Jordan never scored 71, right? Nope.
1: Nope, but Mitchell did. I <laughs> So it was, was you know, it
0: was a little bit of like a a sobering moment though is um, obviously I was just in Tampa a couple weeks ago for the Bengals game. And I've got a lot of friends who are Bengals fans and I was following along the game. You know, it looked like Joey B came down. I didn't even see the highlights, but I was following along like on ESPN. Gets the immediate tutty and they're up. Check a few minutes later and it looked like the bills were driving a little bit. And all of a sudden it said the game was delayed. So mm-hmm. I had heard some stuff like, you know, we work in construction infrastructure that some of our crews were going to be shut down for rain. So in the back of my mind, I'm just like, man, they must've gotten heavy rain or maybe uh, it's a storm and the Bulls game ended. And then I looked at Twitter and I was like, Oh my God. Wow. I I don't want to, I don't want to spend a lot of time on it other than like, you know, we all wish DeMar and his family, uh, you know, health and you know all the good vibes yeah. or whatever you say in a moment like this
1: mm-hmm, for sure and i'm, I'm kind of happy that the nfl i don't know if it was their decision or not but they canceled the game or postponed it um it should have been like that the you could tell they're worried stefan diggs went to took an uber to the hospital to check on him He just seemed like a great kid um i hope he pulls through and um Prayers to the family. What pisses me off about this whole thing is card related, is people trying to take advantage. But I think it was blown out of proportion because there's people that are just gonna shill it all the way to the moon, pretty much, and not pay. And I think that's what people are doing right now.
0: Well, which... so there, were, there was a lot of like that low end stuff people are selling by it now, and just I think it's like trashy, like to me. Yeah. The ninety nine percent of the people in the world who had those cards weren't looking to, if they could have sold them for a buck or two prior to, they would have.
1: Mm-hmm. Nobody
0: was looking to, most people weren't looking to buy those cards and to turn yeah. around while a human being that you just watched, you know, damn near die on the field or potentially, you know, maybe clinically dead for a minute. And your first yeah. thought is like, shit, let's go post something on eBay and see if I can make a buck off of that is it's fucking disgusting, man. Yeah, like, it is. I guess I
1: got like a. Who's buying them? At the like, I don't understand. Like,
0: there's a, if, there's a lot of stuff in this world, man, that I don't understand.
1: Okay, I would imagine it was just all shield stuff.
0: Like well, was, So then the thing that came is like there was a group of people that just decided that they were going to bid those cards so ridiculously high that way, and not pay for them, and that way these people couldn't. Um, you know, capitalize yeah. or make profit off of of, of a bad thing. So, I, I guess, and you know, I don't know if you say shout out or big ups yeah. or I guess like if you like I guess that's a proactive way to prevent somebody from mon- making monetary gain as a result of something bad, you know, happening. Oh yeah,
1: because eBay doesn't do shit for people that don't pay in auctions
0: or buy items. You're gonna give the NFL props. I'm gonna tell the NFL and ESPN to go fuck themselves. Like it shouldn't. Really? It shouldn't have taken. It shouldn't have taken more than 30 seconds for them to be like, "We're canceling the game. This is not up for debate. This is a human being game. Be yeah. damned. They can figure that out later." Uh, if me and your average person at home gets that feeling, um, and like I was watching the Erickson game live, you like and you just you see like you see the pain in the hurt in teammates eyes, like you can't help, but feel that yourself. I couldn't imagine asking somebody who's actually close to this person to go on about their day. If this was any other field work would be canceled. You would go Mm -hmm. home that, you know, a good company would provide, you know, like specialist or therapy or something to help you cope with a a situation like that. And so I just kind of hate how sometimes like with sports and when money get involved that, you know, Human beings are treated like
1: property instead of like yeah. actual humans. Did you see though, like in 2020, Christian Ericsson? I don't know if you're watching the Euros. He like collapsed. I too. literally,
0: literally just told you I was watching that. Like 30 you seconds said ago. Christian Ericsson? I, I saw no, Ericsson. Yes, oh, I did. Oh, I didn't
2: put you and two together.
1: I was I thinking was, of football. it like, was.
0: Um, that I have. That was that was one of the most horrific things I've yeah. ever seen.
1: Yeah. Did they postpone that? I was wondering. I forgot if they. No, they ended up finishing.
0: It. They ended up finishing the game.
1: Yeah, I remember. So that was crazy. Like to finish the game after what happened with him. And I, I, I well, I honestly thought NFL was going to continue because just recently Tua. Mm-hmm. Do you remember when he got his big concussion and he's like curled up with his hands?
0: I, I will and tell was- you. The, the some of the worst hits that have ever happened in the NFL have taken place in Cincinnati.
1: Yeah, you're right. Juju Smith Schuster, um, Antonio Brown.
0: Look, I don't. I don't want to spend any more time on because of sports credibility. Yeah, 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 yeah. I want to acknowledge this human being. So we're we're sending all the positivity. Um, mm-hmm. like it was cool to hear. Like for his. uh the, the GoFundMe for his mom's charity or, or however that works, and like as of this morning, the time we're recording this, they were already over $3.2 million bucks, And awesome. I know that like he sacrificed going to a different school to stay home to be a, a good role model for his brother. And I know that he started this thing back when he was still in college. And mm-hmm. so pe- people like that are to be applauded. And those are the people we should hold in high regard. So I'm rooting for him. The world needs more people like that.
1: Yep, I agree. So,
0: so I let's guess. there is no there is no easy way to transition out of that. I was say so you transition. The only thing I know how to do of speaking about shitty and football. Let's do thickest of the week because this might be one of the most god awful dumbass things I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and if you're a fan of the Washington football team or the whatever the, whatever the hell they are, watch this. Right, Watch this. Me... I thought you were gonna have it queued up. I No no, no it's right here, it's right here, it's right here. Just happened
1: one day of practice at summer camp. I said, Okay, you hogs, let's get down to the bullpen down there and the guys
0: kinda chuckled about it. is that major tutty it's got like silence of the land vibes because it's got like the baggy skin I, what what the hell is that who the hell is gonna wear that who the hell thinks that's cool there is no way the fine folks of washington are like hell yeah not that i care about mascots but there's no way it's like yeah major tutty
2: Oh man, I
1: cannot I'd be so mad if I was a commander fan, to be honest
0: what did Would, he, would he, Major Tuddy lose a few pounds and has got some flappy ass skin?
1: Well, I think they announced this at the wrong time, too. I think they just got eliminated uh January 1st. So what when was that? When was the first Sunday? Yeah. So Sunday at two o'clock, and they were playing, and I think they got eliminated that day.
0: <laughs> so they yeah, announced they, they decided to uh, Chico Ron Rivera, who I think is who I think is a good human being, and I think he's a good oh, leader of yeah. men. For whatever reason, decided to you know we're going to start Carson Wentz in a must-win game. <laughs> and uh, but what the hell is that? I don't know. Major Tutty, thickest of the week, a flappy-skinned pig-looking thing who's like in that. If you go down, keep it where like scroll down. He looks like he's wearing a from afar. He looks like he's wearing a fucking Mario Brothers costume. Doesn't he? Right right there. He looks like Mario.
1: And he's got his gut. They call it the hog. At this point, why didn't you name your team the hogs?
0: Fucking terrible, man. Absolutely terrible. Major Tutty.
1: They thought they were doing something by naming it Tutty because of touchdown.
0: Major garbage.
2: Oh.
1: So yeah, that's our thickest of the week. As you can see, that had to be, that had to be unanimous. So we're starting off and the I, year bang.
0: I do, I do like the the PWCC uh, auction recap you did. Yeah. Uh, you. yeah. Do you have any feedback or any thoughts on the 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 card porn and shine post with the logo man making its way back to shine? So <laughs> or, or it seems.
1: Yeah, 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 so um, you want me to put my? Do I put my tinfoil? Okay, I'm not gonna assume anything. But Shine basically bought this card at originally at 460. What was it? Four hundred. 400, yeah, four hundred and sixty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he sold it for four point six to seven two. woo whoop, seven two. Um. This made it the highest privately sold basketball card. Um, so shortly after Woot Woot graded it and it got a BGS nine. Um, then he went and sent it to PWCC um, to get it auction. It sold for a 3.12 and everyone was like, that made it a public sale, right? At 3.1. So the first public sale and turns out, our guy bought it back from PWCC, so he has the card um, back. So he sold it, made his profit, got it back, um, netted, what, a million bucks off the guy, almost 2 million, or 1.5 we'll say. So it's crazy. I, I will, I will well.
0: say looking at uh, Card Ladder, of the 17 highest sold Luka cards, um, five of them are private. Yeah, I. Now I will, I will, I will give you this because you're more of the conspiracy theorist than I am. I mm-hmm. will give you this because we were talking before we jumped on for a few minutes about all this sort of like you know the potential of like inflating a market or pumping cards. Mm-hmm. I, it does seem a tad bit odd to me that somebody. Spending two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight hundred thousand dollars goes out of their way to let people know what they paid for it. Uh-huh. Listening to Shay and Empire on the Lucas podcast earlier this year, one thing they talked about, and I I I think I have a firm understanding what they're saying is. The beautiful thing about them going over to Europe and buying the messy super fractor is nobody knows what that number is.
1: Exactly. They control the
0: market. Yep. And so to me, unless this is something that I am taking with me and passing along to my kids the day I die, I don't understand that many people going out of their way to share the, the cost associated with the sale.
1: Yeah. I agree. And this is kind of what I was saying earlier and I'll probably break it down. I want to hear what people think. Maybe I'm just an idiot, which probably 90% I am, but say me and Jeremy, we're friends, right? I'm not saying this happened, blah, 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 but this is kind of how you can manipulate the market. I'll kind of tell you guys, me and Jeremy have, I have bought a card for 500 bucks. We'll break it down. Use you
0: and somebody else. Cause I, I, I don't do this sort of thing. You and, uh,
1: no, and, no, Okay. Me and Courtney. Double comfort. Me and Courtney. <laughs> Courtney you know, I buy a card for 500 bucks. I sell it to Courtney for a thousand. But we agree that we say the privately sold was 10K. Right? So it's 10K to everyone else. To us, it was a $500 profit for me. Then that... One card will boost the other market, like the smaller cards, boosting the market, that the lower end stuff and everything else. Because people see the high end and then they go and buy the stuff that's lower. You make your profit off the lower stuff. Then years come down. I buy the card from Courtney for $1,500. She makes $1,500. I make my profit off buy, selling all these cards at an inflated market. And I get my card back. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying that's could happen. I'm not saying it happened with here. I'm not assuming. I'm just saying that yeah. I I yeah. Could happen. So
0: you and Courtney do whatever the hell you guys do. You know what I'm gonna choose to do? That it's if if true, it's a cool story. You buy the card, you sell it at the height. People talk about doing this. This is a very real thing. Yeah. Sell the peak and then buy the dip. And sometimes yeah. you have cash at the right time. Uh, things work out in your favor. So who knows? Again, I would just, I would encourage people. We've been very consistent about this at Reckless with fiscal responsibility. You and I have been really consistent with educating yourself, you know, yep. going out there, talking to people that you trust, doing your own due diligence. And I mean, hey, I'm just, unfortunate am in a sense that I'm not playing in that sandbox. So I don't have to worry about that because-
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, same.
0: I'm I'm battling people who are buying Patrick Williams cards.
1: Exactly. And I repeat, I'm not saying it happened. I'm just saying it could in certain situations.
0: So before we get the hell up out of here, I think it's worth noting that as we wrapped up season 17 last year of the Too Thick Pod, one thing that we wanted to make a, a point of doing is not being reliant upon guests to build like a core of people who you know, liked what we were putting out there. Um, and when and, and we did that, um, we hit like a real awesome, consistent, um, like, I don't know if it behooves us to share, but like the numbers that we see on anchor uh, are they're They're, they slowly, not fast, but they've slowly just continued to increase. And it's very consistent. Like when we drop an episode, we know what to expect within 24, 48, 72 hours. And then like a week, as we did that, you know we wanted to ramp up some of the guests because we've we've always had the ability to have people on, but we were afraid that if we just came out of the gate having guests on, people are tuning in to the to guests. you know to, to see you know mr. Mr. Obama or yep. you know the, the who's who the celebrities Tiger Woods, all the people that we have access to. So we are going to start rolling out some pretty heavy hitters. Um, and it, it's going to be fun too, because I thought it was important that we build rapport and that way, you know, we start, you know, having a little back and forth, people are understand our sense of humor, as opposed to you and I interviewing somebody, and then trying to take shots and it just comes across as clunky and, and odd. So I'm excited because we've got Q1 completely booked out. We've got, not just the big names that you see on every other pod, but, like, people are active participants. They're in the trenches, buying and selling cards, making content, doing whatever. So I'm, I'm really excited for that. And I'll also tell you that uh going to have an update this week on Hobby Night School that I'm pretty damn excited about. Oh, yeah. I don't
1: think That's you've told team. me this. You didn't tell didn't me this.
0: Tell That's cool
1: crap. We're like family.
0: Yeah, but Courtney's my wife. I love her. She takes care of me. You don't take care of me, so I want to keep her more happy.
1: Okay, I'll just ask Courtney. (laughs) So, with that... He's like, I love
0: love Manny more, and I want to keep him happy. That's why I told him.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) With that, I hope you enjoyed your hobby release. Did you want something to say before I stop?
0: I was just going to say, I I think by next week, I'll be able to show off our... Our new big purchase. I'm excited to share that, uh, and you're not going to believe what it is. I won't. Nobody will.
1: All right, sounds good. So you don't tell me secrets. Don't make friends. What well, was that? I've
0: been posting, see the, the LeBrons I've been posting.
1: I know they're. Nasty. I'm a
0: Jordan guy. We've been buying Lebron, man.
1: Yeah, that's smart. Smart buy. Um, I hope you enjoyed your hobby release. Please subscribe, like comments we love to see it even if you hate me um and jeremy's over there i don't know what jeremy's doing and if you're on apple or spotify if you leave a review we'll answer maybe give you guys something in return thank you guys and talk to you guys soon peace